Hey sister, welcome back. I hope you are doing wonderful. And if you're listening to the Monday after Easter, I hope that you had a beautiful Easter weekend. I pray that Friday's episode really was able to help you connect with Jesus, remembering your why. That was my little bonus episode for you. Hope you enjoyed it. And today I'm going to have actually um something a little bit different than what I usually do lately here on the podcast. I have a special guest with me today. I'm going to be introducing her very soon here. And before I do so, though, as I love to do, I love to read you the reviews that you, my sister, leave me on the podcast on Apple, and I really appreciate it. So today I'm going to read from 143 Kelly. She says, she gives five stars. Thank you, Kelly. And she says, a must listen to podcast. Love this podcast and Rosie's mission. Thank you for putting out such God-filled content. Thank you, Kelly. I truly appreciate your review. Keep them coming, sister. I really love to hear and see and read uh, your reviews and just uh, really enjoy. I really do enjoy that. I, I enjoy knowing and it really fills my heart and encourages my heart to know that you are loving the podcast. And of course, if you have anything you want to hear, you can always communicate with me in my group, in my community group, The Intentional Christian Woman on Facebook. And I can, of course, I always have it linked here on the episode details. So click and join and join many other sisters that have been joining, especially lately. I've had a few new uh, women come in and also have been joining us in our in our prayer uh, chat that we have going on. We're lifting each other up in prayer. So if you have a prayer request, join the group, put it in there. We're all praying for each other. There's power in prayer, sister. So today, uh, I am so excited to present to you a very special, special friend. So are you ready, sister? We're going to be talking about something very dear to my heart, especially lately that I've been doing and that has been helping me draw closer and connect better with God, and that is prayer journaling. It is so powerful, sister. You, oh my gosh, I, you might do it. You might not. Maybe you do it sometimes. I'm going to tell you right now, this is amazing. It's a, it's a powerful way to really connect with God in a deeper way. And, and that is writing your prayers and that is focusing your prayers on one thought. It is for me personally, Miss Squirrel Brain. I call myself Squirrel Brain because I, although I haven't been diagnosed with ADHD, I it runs in my family and I, I probably have it honestly, but I really do. I'm all over the place. If I'm not focused, if I don't intentionally get focused, I get all over the place. So this is the kind of book that really helps you get there. So if you're like me, girl, get your copy. She's going to be talking about this. Anyway, all right, sister, enjoy. Hello, my beautiful sister in Christ, and welcome back to the show. I am so happy that you can join me today. Sister, uh, today I have a very special guest with me. She is not only a beautiful and wonderful person, she is a friend. She's actually a sister in Christ from my church, um, and is, she is someone so special, and I really can't wait for you to meet her. She is Dominique Aconco. She is a two-time award-winning author. She has written two books, a children's book and a devotional, which we're going to talk about today. I'm super excited. I'm just going to go ahead and let her introduce herself. Okay, Dominique, welcome to the show. Thanks, Rosa, for having me. Um, I'm glad to be here again. And um, yeah, you know, I'm just encouraged by you for for wanting to talk about something I, I believe in and I and you believe is very important in our lives, which is 
um, being in step with God as much as we can daily um, just for our center and our focus and being able to explore that a little bit more with your readers or your audience. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely good to have you here again. So if you're new to my show and you didn't hear episode 47, you can go back and listen to that one. Um, she talks about Dominique talks about self publishing and her steps and her journey. And so that's a really good episode. And you can get to know her as she wrote her other book, which is a children's book, which it happens to be one of my daughter's all time favorite books to read. Um, and so she's she'll talk a little bit more about um, what she has done in a second. But that book is amazing. If you have children uh, under pretty much under eight, even under 10, I'd probably say um, they'd appreciate the book, uh, The Adventures of Super OB, Nothing to Fear. And I know that she has other things out there as well for the children's book. So I'm super excited to have her here this time talking about her latest book, which is Remain in the Vine, which is a prayer journal, a 10 week daily devotional prayer journal on the fruit of the spirit and I personally have been benefiting from this book as I recently started it it has truly helped me to go deep into thought and journaling and actually writing prayers down which I really am not used to doing personally um, I'm really more like I like to pray like out loud but really I have seen this make a really big difference for me so I'm gonna let her go ahead and um, talk now I know I can sit here and talk all day but Dominique um, tell us first of all a little bit about yourself yeah, my uh, well, I'm born and raised in Miami, Florida. Um, I I lived a couple years in Texas, but came right back. My my family is from Haiti. Um, very mixed and diverse background. Um, I'm married to my husband, who's Nigerian, and we have three kids: uh, 14, 12, and six, and a crazy uh, dachshund named Amy, who <laughs> is about 12 years old. Hopefully, she doesn't start bark barking while recording. <laughs> um, and so I started writing and publishing, um, in 2021 and my first story, which is the book that you discussed, the picture book I had written 10 years ago. Um, and during the pandemic, I just, you know, I felt this urge and need to just do the things that God had put on my heart to do because with everything that was happening, um, I, re I recognize that life is really short. Um, and why not? Right. So I went into publishing that first book and I've been publishing since then. And it's been an amazing journey. And I'm so um, grateful for just having the visions to, to do this and the support from friends, family and just people that I, I meet along the way. Beautiful. Wow. So tell us a little bit about this new book, this devotional. So I would like to know, first of all, uh, what is it that inspired you to write this book, Remain in the Vine? And what's the story behind it? Yeah. So Remain in the Vine, um, in my personal quiet time, I write down not just what I'm reading, but what it, how it inspires me. And so reading through Galatians, I went through that passage in um, chapter five, verses 22 and 23 about the fruit of the spirit. And it talks about love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And during that time, those were all things that I needed more of because there were certain areas of my life um, during COVID that were more pressing or more difficult to deal with than they had ever been before. And so I was convicted to really dive deep into what that meant and not just reading through the chapter, but really referencing all the other scriptures that, that God um, 
teaches on this topic and seeing how I could use his word to really change, you know, my attitude and behaviors and the areas that I needed to grow in. And Mm. so in doing this personal study, it became this just daily, you know, tracking and writing. And God showed me so much through the process. And so I was sharing with a friend of mine um, what I was doing. And she says, oh, that sounds so great. You need to share that with me. And, you know, it was and it was her suggestion actually was like, man, you should publish this. And I was like, wait a minute, I can't actually publish this. I know how to do that now. (laughs) And so when I went through and, you know, completed my study, uh, then I had to go back and clean up my notes and, 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 and look at it from a perspective where it was something I wanted it to be shared and and coherent. So I went and cleaned it up and had it edited and went through the whole thing. But what inspired the book was actually just that time period in my life and wanting to make sure that I was keeping um, that part of God's word, just growing and developing good fruit first and foremost, because I felt like my tree had run bare, if that makes any sense. Like I just wasn't You know, we had a mango tree when we first moved into the house that we live in now, and it looked like a baby tree. And for the longest, I was so excited. And I talk about, you know, how much I love mangoes in the introduction. It's it's really bad. It's low key (laughs) obsession almost. And so (laughs) I was so excited about this tree. And then, uh, you know, we had anticipate maybe doing some work in the yard. And the guy came and he snapped the branch. And we were living in the house for a couple of years and he snapped the branch off the tree and he goes, this tree is dead. And I go, no, he's like, yeah, he's like, this is, is a dead tree. He's like, there's no, there, you know, it's it's a dead tree, basically just, you know, rip it up and, and get rid of it. And I, and I when I remember him saying that, because at the time, that's kind of how I felt in a sense. I was just, I felt like I, I had, I had dried up and shriveled up and I wasn't really developing anything for myself, for my family, for the kingdom of God. So that's what kind of took me down this rabbit hole. So that was the inspiration for this, this journal. Wow, it's amazing. I I really like I really love that. It's just it connects with you. It connects with your story. And um, when you said that about the tree with the guy, you know, ripping out like ripping the branch off and saying it's dead, like <laughs> that must have been crushing for you. Number one, yeah. <laughs> you know that, or you're like, oh my gosh, no. And then number two, you're like, wait a minute, uh oh, is that me spiritually? Like, I feel like that's something that we all have to evaluate ourselves from time to time. Because if we're not careful, that can definitely happen. I definitely see that for sure. So I appreciate you sharing that and being so real about it. So let me ask you what, um, you know, first of all, I want to share with the sisters here before I ask you this question that I, I've been reading this book. I just, I just started, just did a few of them, but um, it really has been uh, a game changer for me. You know, I, I vary my Bible study. I do different things. Um, I like, it kind of works for me just depending on what my day is like, what my week is like, my season. I talk about that in the podcast, the seasons and things like that and things you can do and different ways you can study your Bible. Um, But I think one thing I didn't really consider was prayer journaling. And I've heard about it. And I not that I've never written down prayers, because I have, I definitely have written down prayers. But Mm -hmm. to actually do it intentionally, I didn't really think about it. And so this book is really it's really such a good framework for that. I love that it's so organized in that way. And, and it doesn't just have like the one scripture about the fruit of the spirit, but it goes deep into each fruit and shows you different scriptures and you have thoughts and things like that. So, you know, reflection questions that will lead your prayer. And I just, I love that. I love that. But I want, I would like for you to share, that's just my experience, but Mm -hmm. I would like if you could share 
with the women in the podcast. Um, you know, what in writing this book, what what was the goal and what is the goal of this book for you? And um and how do you feel it can help women in their walks with God? Yeah, definitely. Um, so when I when I introduced the topic, um that's part of the of the understanding that I want the reader to be able to understand is how to use this. Mm-hmm. Um, because there, you know, I tried to break it down in a way where um you're able to read and also reflect and also jot down notes and also be prompted to write. Um, and then also to be able to track your prayers. And so there's a lot of resources in the book. So uh, one of the things that I wanted to make sure, and I made that clear in the intro is, you know, really how to use this, but it's flexible enough that, um, you can recycle the pages. You can use it on at, at your own pace, kind of like what you were saying. And so I'm going to read a little bit of the intro, um, just to give you an idea, not all of it, but, you know, I start with just talking about how we can develop the fruit of the spirit. Because mm-hmm. when, you, when you bring that topic up, a lot of times it's like, okay, what is the fruit of the spirit? What does that mean? And how do I grow in that? How do I not become like that, that hollow tree, right? And so um, in the second paragraph of the intro, I write, uh, similarly, Paul, the apostle of Christ, tried to warn the Christians in, in Galatia about how to best maintain their spiritual health. Because I start off talking about, you know, physical health. And then he writes a prison epistle to the church on what it means to bear spiritual fruit instead of gratifying the desires of sinful nature. Uh, Quote, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against against such things, there is no law. And that's the Galatians 5, 22 through 23 um, scripture. His His letter supports what the apostle John Paul, John wrote in John 15, five, yes, I am the vine, you are the branches, those who remain in me, and I in them will produce much fruit for apart from me, you can do nothing, end quote. But how do we remain in the vine? Spending time with the Lord in his word and in prayer keeps us aware of his will and his purpose for our lives. Just like the planted fruit tree, its nutrition comes from the source. Only with God may we bear much fruit unblemished and organic. And so, you know, what this is saying is that when you look at that dead tree, how can that that tree be replenished? It, it cannot do it on its own. If that mango tree wanted to grow healthy and bear fruit, it would need to be uprooted or it would need to receive some type of different source in order to grow. And so when I look at our relationship with God in our spiritual walk, the only way, just like it says in, in that scripture in, in John, that we can bear fruit is if we're connected to the source. Mm-hmm. You know, I, Jesus is the vine and we are the branches. And so um, it's only in, in, a, in, in just like a light bulb or, or a lamp being plugged into that source and being able to be lit up. It's only when it's plugged in can it get the source, that electricity to, to produce light. It's the same thing with, um, you know, our spiritual fruit. And so the purpose of the book is really just to establish those routines and Mm -hmm. and making sure we have a healthy relationship with the father and spending time with him daily. And I, and it's funny because when I, when I wrote the structure of the book, 
it's a 10 week, a 10 week uh, devotional prayer journal. Why 10 weeks? Because 10 is a round number, but there's nine fruit of the spirit. And then I use the last week, the 10th week to be a summary of all the fruit. So I do, you know, one or two of each of the, of the, um, the, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. And his first note was, well, 10 weeks is every day for 10 weeks is a lot. And it might be, um, too much for some people because, it's hard to find, establish a routine. I talk about that in the intro as well, that whole 66 days to establish a, a routine. And so it's a challenge. And yes, it is a challenge to be more like Jesus is going to take practice and work. But at the same time, I didn't put dates um, on the pages because I wanted people to key in when they did it on their own. So what you know could take you 10 weeks if you did it every day for however long, and for some, it may be five minutes, for others, it may be 20, depending on how much they want to reflect or or what the prompt um, will, will get them to write down or jot down. The whole point is to, to come to God frequently as much as you can. And so um, that that is really the essence of of what I've written here, and and so much so where even on my one of the freebies that you get from the from my website um, is there's a template for uh, devotional journal um, journaling as well. So let's say you finish the book and you want to continue that ex exercise. There are blank pages with a similar setup where you can download and write down you know what you're reading, and then there's questions and prompts. Um, where I think the prompts are healthy or helpful are because sometimes you sit down to pray or you, you sit down to write. And depending on what kind of day you're having or what's happening in your life, it may be difficult to even think up something to say. You know, like it's that there's a scripture that says God hears us in the moanings and groanings. Right. Sometimes you don't even really know what to pray for. We're just mm -hmm. with him. And so you know, adding prompts to the devotional is not just here's a scripture and here's my reflection, but also here are some other ways that you can think about what you read and you can reflect on your own on what that means for you. And some of it is, you know, the reflection are not just textbook. It's not just history. Some of them are personal stories. Um, some of them are things to consider uh, or anecdotes, um, examples. And so I try to make them as practical so that anyone, regardless of where they are in their walk with God, whether they've been a Christian or a disciple for 25 years, or if they just recently picked up a Bible for the first time, you know, it's something that anyone could read and be able to do their own reflection and, and understand for themselves. You know, I'm so glad that you mentioned that last part, you know, about like it it does. So when I first picked up the book, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is pretty simple. I think anybody can do this. But myself being a, a Christian for more than I don't even know, more than 25 years. <laughs> but um, like I know for me, I like to go like really deep and things like that. So sometimes I I. If I have a, if I find a good devotion, I'll totally do it. But um, I also believe in going deeper into your Bibles and doing your own Bible study. Mm -hmm. So when I first picked up the book, I was like, okay, so what's different about this book? And so I'm looking through it and I'm like, oh, wow. So the thing that caught my attention, honestly, is the fact that I could write down my prayer. Mm -hmm. And I, again, it's it's one page. I was like, how am I going to fit my whole prayer in one page? I'm telling you, Dominique, it's something amazing that the question that you, that you actually ask us, the reflection question, I guess it's almost like I take it at let me see here for example a journal prompt so I'll give an example I have the book here 
I'll just I just turned to a random page. Um, and this one is uh, titled He Lived, and it's based on Acts chapter 2, 27 to 28. The scripture says, For you will not leave my soul among the dead or allow your holy one to rot in the grave. You have shown me the way of life, and you will fill me with the joy of your presence. And of course, there's um there's a little store you have there, which is awesome, and a little thankful for um, area, which I really love because it really helps me go back and be grateful. Mm -hmm. And then the journal prompt. And um, so, for example, in this journal prompt, it, it kind of it says Peter urged the crowd to repent and be baptized for the forgiveness of their sins. What are some sins you need to confess to God today? Mm -hmm. So that's like, oh, OK, so. Of course, I'm going to open up with thanking God and praising God. But guess what? My prayer focus will be, what do I need to confess to God? And I and I can just, and honestly, it keeps me from babbling and just get straight to the point into my, mm -hmm. through writing it down because I can talk and I can babble and I can be like, uh, you know, we can, we can tend to do that sometimes as women, yep. but it really helps me just go, okay, man, what do I need to confess that I have not confessed? And I know how the Bible talks to us about confessing so that our hearts can be healed, so we can be healed. And so that's so important. And it's in the Lord's prayer to confess. Mm -hmm. So it's practice. And I, I think that sometimes we lose. That's just one example, of course, of many amazing journal prompts. But I just turn randomly to that one. And what I saw is like that just really helps me personally focus on the prayer and just get like get to it like god already knows what i want to ask like i know he already knows what i need mm -hmm. and if i don't ask it he already knows anyway but i know he loves hearing our prayers and our requests and the fact that we can be vulnerable and real with god like he loves that so i love for me personally that that can help me and in my life um so i guess my question my last question for you is sort of in the same note but um, how has prayer journaling helped you personally? It keeps me focused um, and it helps me with my priorities. And so I am very much the type of person where I do a lot of planning. And, you know, even in my professional life, uh, that's part of my job function. And I function so much better when I'm consistent and I plan. And so even um, before my day starts, uh, some some mornings I may have two hours to to be able to pray and do whatever it is I'm going to do. And some mornings I may have like 15 minutes. It just depends on what happens when you're a parent for all my parents, you understand what I'm talking about. And so being able to have these snippets um, of 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 kind of preset um, scriptures and, and direction help me because I can focus on the content and just get my prayer out there to God and really think about, OK, what do I need to confess or what I need, what do I need to be grateful for and what, because I didn't want every day to be a deep dive into my sins and what I did. And I, it's a variety of all the kind of things that we would come to any friend with, right? Because if God is our father and he is our, he's our friend and our confidant, we would come to him as we would any friend, any best friend. Um, and so um, the journaling has really helped me to really prioritize because I've gotten better now as as part of this process to put God first in my day. And I used to say, I used to be a nighttime reader. I used to do all my, all my praise and worship before I went to bed. Um, and then it got to the point where I just, I don't have the energy and I'm even like barely coherent after like 1030. It's just mm -hmm. downhill, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I realized like, yeah, this is going to be a priority for me in my life. And I, I want to tackle it before, you know, everything else uh, takes takes over. And so it's helped me to really dedicate that time, even if it's uh, while I'm out and walking, 
Um, mm-hmm. I've just overall have developed better habits. And I think mm-hmm. starting this um, devotional has helped me to see that in order for me to have self-control and kindness and patience, I need to have that time with God daily. And sometimes, like I said before, just, you know, being honest, some, some days it's very short because I just don't have the time, mm-hmm. but um, he knows that I'm prioritizing my time with his, him as much as I can. And I'm grateful with whatever little time that is. And so um, more than anything, I think that if we get better at meditating on God's word, because that's mm-hmm. really what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. um, people meditate in all kinds of ways. They use exercise or, you know, there's so many rituals that we've, we've adopted as, as humans. Um, some people it's waking up in the morning and the first thing they check emails and, you know, social media and things like that. And that's not the type of form of meditation that I want. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I want that quiet mm-hmm. time, those still moments with God where I can hear him and he listens to me and he encourages me daily and he gives me the strength, the wind beneath my wings to tackle whatever comes before me. He can bless the work of my hands. He, you know, all of those things because I do put him first every day. Mm-hmm. And so that's really just what, you know, I hope that um, as women, we can really strive for that because that that's what's helped me tremendously during this time and being able to share that with my children you know for them to see like oh mommy's you know mommy's like let me not bother her she's in there praying or she's journaling or she I I I think that that the byproduct of me making God priority and just being able to 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 make that evident to all my hearers all the little people in my household is an added benefit as well Mm, amen to that wow thank you Thank you. So let me ask you a question. How can um, our listeners, uh, first of all, how can they get a copy of this book? And secondly, how can they connect with you? Yes. So um, all of my books can be found on MiamiMotherhood.com. And so there's a link for kids books where you'll see all the children's books and I have baby blankets and all kinds of stuff there, uh, coloring books. And then uh, if you click on prayer journal, there's a specific page for that for for all the women. I would say I've I've had some um, middle schoolers uh, uh, purchase the books, uh, some teenagers, and I'd even the perspective that I wrote the book in, in is is my perspective as a woman, but it's not specific to motherhood or, you know, anything like that. So it is general enough, enough where, um, it, it appeals to a wide audience. I have one reader who's forcing her husband to read it. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going, but she did tell me that <laughs> because the scriptures are useful for anyone. Absolutely. <laughs> and so you can find me on my motherhood also on Instagram and Facebook as well. Awesome. Dominique, I'll, I'll make sure to have that in the show notes for sure. But thank you so much for your time and for being here and for sharing and really just for making such a great impact through the already through the two books that you wrote. And now, especially this one for me personally, like my daughter had a book from you. Now I have a book from you. I'm like, hey, <laughs> I know. Hmm, what's I'm next? Happy. I'm like, what's next? Are you going to write something for my husband? <laughs> Actually, like you said, my husband can read this too. It's totally like it's scriptures. It's anything like we can all relate, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's great. I, I love it. And thank you so much, Dominique, for being here. Thanks uh, for I, I was very happy to have you here again on the show. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for having me. 
Okay. So, all right, ladies, I hope that you were encouraged by this episode. And um, again, remember, you can reach out to Dominique if you want to, um, you know, get a copy of the book, you know how to reach her. And I pray that this encourages you, sister.